Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. You know what? I kind of hate the name Midday Matcha. I don't know why, but I kind of fucking hate it. And if I wasn't so deep into it, I would change it. I just feel like I was a lost 20-year-old girl when I came up with the title of that. Now I'm 22, a bad bitch, and I know what I want. And I would love to be able to change the name of Midday Matcha, but like, it is what it is. I barely fucking like matcha anymore. Actually, that's such a lie. Like, I really do fuck with a good matcha from Foxtrot. I really do. I'm not even gonna lie about that. Anyways, let's get into my week intro. So Thursday, I had a date night, okay? I went on this date and I'll get into who the fuck this person is later on in the episode, but I went on this date and we went to a variety show. It's like a burlesque show. Basically, we went to a burlesque show and you can eat dinner there and it's in Chicago. It's actually across the street from me, so I'm actually not going to say it because now I'm kind of scared that I just dropped that information and I don't want to drop my address. Anyways, it was the best date I've ever been on in my entire life because it's just such a fun environment to be with someone you're on a date with. Like, it's just such a fun fun fucking environment um to see all these people do like burlesque shows I mean like you have girls and guys just stripping down to nipple tassels and thongs hanging from the ceiling doing flips and shit it is like the coolest thing ever and it was such a fun date I'm never gonna forget that date I'm always gonna that's forever gonna be my favorite date and we just had yummy food too so like why the fuck not would I love it so it was a great date night okay I love books I'm an intellectual ass bitch currently I've been reading one book okay I'm reading a book and it's really catching my attention I really do love it and I highly recommend like bitches to start reading books um every time my mother told me to read a book I literally told her to fucking fuck off because it would just annoy me I'd be like what are you trying to say about me you're trying to call me stupid because I don't read books and then I actually got started on the book and I was like oh she just wanted me to read it because it's a good book not everything's that personal okay um so i highly recommend to read books you're like this is the week intro bitch is to read books yeah like i love a book is what i've realized oh you know what i realized this weekend is that i do not handle things well or respond to text from people normally example okay my friend was like what should I say to my boyfriend we just got in this big fight like what should I say my immediate reaction was like tell him to fuck off tell him he can die that is exactly what you should text him like I was like tell him he's a fucking loser and she looked at me and was like what and I took a step back and I was like oh haha like I'm just kidding I wasn't kidding. No part of me was joking in that moment. I I probably would have responded like that. I probably would have been like, oh, you can fucking choke, babe. Do never, ever hit me up again and we're done and I'm going to fuck your cousin. I realized in that moment, obviously I would never do any of those things. Like I would never fuck the cousin. I would say that. I would say that. Okay, I'm just a little bit nuts. Um, But I would say that if my boyfriend boyfriend really like pissed me off I would respond like that but I realized nobody else thinks like that not a soul thinks like that so when I said it to one of my friends she looked at me like I had just literally done crap and 
I don't blame her. I do not blame her for giving me a look of shame, a look of disgust. And it's not that I'm immature, it's that I'm fucking crazy is what it is. I'm just a little bit fucking nuts. And I don't know why that is a normal thing for me to like respond in that sort of way. But like, you know what? I think it's growth that I realize that it's insane and you can't say those things to people. Because before I think I just would have been like, fuck it, whatever, it is what it is. I said it, I guess I'll apologize later. But now I think I'm showing a lot of growth by like not saying those things to people and now I'm going to not give my friends the advice to tell their boyfriends they can fuck off and die because it's just not going well. So another thing I wanted to include in my week intro is that, so I do brand deals. A lot of my brand deals are through my TikTok. And something with brand deals is you have a certain date to upload it. And there's like a specific date that they give you that you have to upload the TikTok, the Instagram story, the Instagram post, all of it by, okay? Livy has been a little mentally ill the past month. And we're going to get into it because this is like an update episode, but I've been a little mentally ill. And I'll explain why, but I decided to respond to the brand and say, "Hi, here cuz you have to send them the links of everything that you do as well." And I was like, "Hi, here's my TikTok. Sorry it was late. I was depressed. Um the Instagram post will be up shortly." I fully texted the brand, I didn't text them, I emailed them and was like, hey, sorry, I've been hella depressed. So um, it's that's why it was late. I didn't just steal the clothes from you and not want to post. I was absolutely depressed. Did they need to know that? No. But I felt as if I needed to tell them. I felt as if I needed to tell them that I was depressed and that's why I didn't post. Not because I am a shitty person. I was just a little bit going through it and I was stressed. And the last thing I want to do when I'm fucking stressed is parade around my apartment and she in clothes and ask TikTok which one they think I should fucking wear, okay? When I'm stressed, I just don't want to do that. I just don't. I just don't. So, yeah. But I found it weird that I responded to a brand and said I was depressed. But then I was like, you know what, whatever. It's on brand. It's you. You're being honest. At least I'm being fucking honest. To make things 20 times worse, I'm on a walk with my sister and I'm telling her, I was like, yeah, I literally responded to the lady and I was like, hey, sorry. I was depressed. And she was like, wow. Oh my God, I just listened to a podcast this morning that was talking about how much it really fucks over brands when people don't stick to their posting date and like how much campaign and money and all these things go behind specific posting dates when they have everybody post for a specific reason because of the campaign I almost pushed her into the lake and drowned her drowned in drown drown her because of the simple fact that I just told you I didn't I took me a fat minute to respond to a brand because I was depressed and you decided to follow up with oh not oh it's okay it'll be okay you're gonna be fine whatever like who cares the brand's not even gonna care you decide to follow up with oh I actually Listen to a podcast this morning on how fucked up that is and how much money you're losing a fucking brand for not posting a damn TikTok. What type of sister? Not a good one, okay? She should have just been like, is what it is. We all have our days. But no, instead, she literally gave me so much damn anxiety. Anyways, that is it for my week intro because I want to get into my life update. And there's just a bunch of things I have to talk to you about. So why am I making this episode? Um, Like I said, so much has changed and I need to update you. I like how I got mad at what I wrote down. I'm like, why am I making this episode? And I'm like, did I not just fucking say so much has changed? So anyways, so much has changed and I need to update you. So let's get started with what 
I feel like everybody's most curious on is my love life. So there was a guy, I totally almost fucked up and called him a different name. I call him something different with my friends than I do on the podcast. I call him London on the track on the podcast. Things ended with him abruptly. If you remember, he brought me flowers and champagne for my birthday. I hope I uh, mentioned that on the podcast or I'm just fully fucking exposing myself right now. But he bought me flowers and champagne. I thought he was fun. He was the one that I kept looking at and I was like, I can't tell if this motherfucker is ugly or not. But yeah, that was him. And whatever let's get into this so and how things ended and why things ended basically London on the track did buy me champagne and roses but he acted as if he had bought me a fucking Cartier ring the way he would throw the roses and champagne back in my face like don't get me wrong I'm so grateful that is so nice but at the same time know your place buddy it's champagne and fucking roses it is not a Cartier ring Okay, and even if it was, I'm not sucking your dick for it. So let's get on to the story of you're like, wait, what? Okay, he took me on a little surprise date for my birthday to this speakeasy. Honest to God, I don't know why everyone thinks I fucking love speakeasies. I like a speakeasy. I love a rooftop 20 times more than I like a speakeasy. Okay, this is like sounding so shitty of me, but for some reason the past like five people I've talked to have been like, oh my God, let me take you to this speakeasy. Like you said, you love speakeasies. I was like, I don't think I ever once in my life said I loved a speakeasy. Why does everyone think I fucking love speakeasies? But like, they're cool, but whatever. So we're coming back from the speakeasy and he like drops me off and well, he's like in front of my building and he's like, hey, can I come upstairs and see those flowers? (laughs) I responded like this. He's like, hey, Livy, like, let me come upstairs and let me see those flowers. Without hesitation, I went, (laughs) there's absolutely no fucking way you are coming upstairs and seeing the flowers you got me. Immediately, I realized that probably wasn't the best way to respond to that. He was trying to come upstairs for like, to fuck me. He was trying to come upstairs to fuck me is what it is. And the fact that I laughed in his face, I will admit, probably was a little bit rude on my end, okay? But I just thought it was so funny that he was trying to like come upstairs and like used my flowers as a way to try and come upstairs to have sex with me. And I was like, no, you're not gonna. And then he kept begging me. This little bitch kept begging me he was like come on please like I spent so much money and time getting those flowers and I looked at him I was like no like you cannot come upstairs and see my flowers and mind you at this point I am triggered as fuck right because at this point in my life I had not let anybody in my apartment since the sexual assault and I had a firm boundary with my therapist that like nobody was coming up into my apartment no men in general were coming into my apartment whatsoever because of like the sexual assault whatever and so he's pushing my buttons without even knowing it so I'm getting even more mad and I'm like no you're not coming upstairs to see my fucking flowers like stop asking like it got to the point where I was like stop fucking asking like you're not coming upstairs you're not seeing the flowers and that's that he was like but I got you flowers I'm like okay cool Literally cool. It's not fucking diamonds, okay? You're not draping my neck with goddamn diamonds. And if you were, you still wouldn't come upstairs and see them. You can, I was like, I will, I kept being like, I will send you a photo. I'll send you a photo of the flowers. He was like, no, you know what I mean. And I'm like, yeah, and I don't know how many fucking times I'm going to tell you. No means no. So I was really turned off by this, okay? And then I get upstairs and he calls me and he's like, you know, I really wanted to see those flowers tonight. And I got so upset. I was like, I don't give a single fuck. I was like, I literally do not care. I said no, like no means no. And he wasn't getting the hint, okay? 
this was enough for me to cancel him because I was like, he doesn't deserve another chance for me. Like, I'm over this. I hate him. He's gross, right? Everyone was like, Living, you're being rude. Like, give him another chance. Like, yeah, it was a little creepy, but like, give him another chance. Like, you're being so fucking rude. And I was like, whatever. And this is the straw that broke the camel's back is this next story. So this was our third date. And he was like, hey, I've planned everything. Um, can you please plan something? One thing about me, okay? I fucking hate planning. I feel as if when I plan, that means they want me to pay for it. And like I'm triggered about paying for things because I don't want to pay for anybody because in my last relationships, all I did was like, I was, I've always been the more, like, I've always been the breadwinner in all of my relationships. I've always paid for everything, and it's fucking gross. It's literally disgusting. I want to be treated like the fucking queen I am, so I don't date losers anymore, and I don't want to pay the fucking bill. In my opinion, if you're going to ask me to split the bill, literally choke fuck up. That's that, right? So he kept being like, it's your turn to plan, and I was like, oh my god, triggered. I'm triggered, right? He's like, I've planned everything. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, you took me to get a fucking bite of a taco and a speakeasy. Calm down, buddy. You did not fly me to Paris. We didn't. We never once went to Paris. Anyways, he kept saying things like he wanted me to spoil him. I'm triggered. I'm so fucking triggered. I was like, that's a fucking joke. You have to be kidding. I was like, you're literally kidding me. Like, he's like, it's your turn to spoil me. I was like, how did you spoil me? Honest to God. And he was like, do you not remember the roses and champagne? I was like, oh my God, I can go to Jewel and get myself the same fucking roses and champagne. I was like, you getting me roses and champagne does not mean you like, I'm like, what the fuck is this man's issue like why does he keep thinking these roses and champagne are like the most elaborate thing in the entire world I'm like oh my god literally fucking choke the flowers are dead bitch anyways I was extremely mean and rude okay because he gave me vibes of my ex-boyfriend and I wasn't going to deal with that I was very like just annoyed and rude that whole week and I was like honest god I really don't want to fucking plan anything this is actually stupid (laughs) because I'm a brat but it is what it is And so we get to the restaurant and he kept being like, I'm going to order more because Livy's paying. I almost threw up on him. I almost spit out my drink and (laughs) threw up on him. I was like, he has to be joking. Like he has to be joking. So then I decided to open up and be vulnerable. And I said, hey, like the reason I've been such a fucking cunt this week and the reason I've been so triggered this week is because in my past relationships, I paid for everything. So like this just doesn't feel right. And he was like, oh, I totally understand that. I totally get that. I was like, so... I'm not paying the bill tonight. And he was like, yes, you are. I almost punched him in the eye. I almost punched him in the fucking eye in that moment. Almost caused a scene. I don't care if that's assault. I don't. I literally do not care. I almost did so. And I was like really triggered the whole dinner. And then he kept being like, oh, Livy's paying. And I was like, I will cut your dick off. Every part of me will literally stab your balls. But whatever. So I got up. I go to the bathroom. I come back from the bathroom and he pushes the check towards me and he's like, the waiter left you a present. And I was like, he wants to die. He actually wants to die tonight. He did not just do that. So I was like, wait, you know what? Fuck this. Because here's the thing. If you're going to make me pay, cool, I'm going to pay. You're just never going to see me again. You'll never see me again. I'm never touching you and I'm going to block you on everything. But I'll fucking pay. 
So what I did was I'm like, if I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay like a fucking boss. So I pull out my cash and I start counting hundreds. And he's like, oh my God, where'd you get those? Like, are you a secret drug dealer? I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Do not look at me in this moment. You are a little, you're my bitch this evening. Actually, you're my bitch if I'm paying for this and I don't want you to speak. Anyway, oh my God, I'm going to get canceled. Anyways, I was like, whatever. I'm pulling out my hundreds, counting my hundreds. And he keeps asking me, he's like, no, be honest with me. Where'd you get those? Be honest. Please tell me where you got those. But I'm like, literally suck a dick. They're hundreds. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, relax. Anyways. And so I put my cash down. This motherfucker takes my cash, puts it in his wallet, hands the waiter his card. I almost threw a plate at his hat. I almost took the plate and whacked it at him. I was like, why the fuck did you just take my cash? And he was like, oh, I haven't seen hundreds in a while. Like, I really just want the change. I kid you not, I wanted to shove a chopstick so far up the tip of that man's penis in that exact moment. I was like, you're literally a bitch. You are completely a bitch. So anyways... I was pissed. As you can imagine, I was fucking pissed. We went to the next place and I sat there with the biggest attitude and he was like, you're very clearly upset. And I was like, yeah, because first of all, I opened up and I was vulnerable. Second of all, I told you how much I hated planning and how triggered I was by this whole situation to begin with. And you just decided, oh my God, she opened up and she was like very vulnerable. Let me still be rude as fuck and just be like fuck your emotions fuck your feelings you're paying bitch i was like that's something about that you could imagine doesn't sit right with me and he was like i'm obviously gonna give it back to you so that was in my head the rest of the night i'm like okay he's totally gonna give it back to me never did this fat fuck never gave oh, i'm sorry i gotta stop saying fat fuck um this guy never gave me my money back never once gave me my money back so I ended things with him um, that day. That exact day is when I ended things. I never fucked him. I never did more than kiss the little bitch. So I actually wasn't like that annoyed. I was annoyed the fact that he like literally took my, it felt like I got robbed in a way. Like I literally felt like I got robbed and I was like, the fuck is this? Anyways, yeah, he is a little bitch and no part of me liked him. And even when him and I were walking down the street together, I kept telling myself I'm way too pretty for this. And I was, and I still am too pretty for this. Anyways. I do have a current person I am talking to. I do have several, but this one is my fave. Okay, I met him out. I was super drunk. We hit it off from the start. I met him out. He was a friend of a friend's. He was friends with my friend's friend and met him out. And I was like, what the fuck? Where am I? Met him in a questionable location. Actually, it was like a bar and I'm just a fucking cunt. And I was like, where am I? Um, met him out there. We headed off from the foot, like from the start. He was so cool. He's someone who can keep up with my personality. Like he's someone who understands my jokes and like doesn't look at me like I belong in a psych ward and like can keep up with my jokes. And I think that's the biggest thing that makes me um, enjoy his company is the fact <laughs> me literally a child. Anyways, the fact that he can keep up with my personality and he like can actually banter back and forth with me. We have, like, he takes me on some of the best dates, and he feeds me when I'm hungry. Um, by that, I mean, if I'm ever hungry, he'll be like, all right, go on my Uber Eats, order whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're literally a king. You are a king. But we just, like, have a lot of fun together. And I'm not going to get too much into it because it just, every time I feel like I talk about someone on this podcast, I know one of my psycho exes is listening and is going to come and stab me in the neck. So I, like, don't really want to get into it, but that's just that. 
So currently with my love life, like I'm just happy where I am. I'm like not too deep into my love life. Like I'm just having, like I'm just having fun where I'm at and I don't want to get in to it right now where I'm at because I'm just having a good time and that's that. I feel like that's the biggest thing anyone needs to know is that I'm happy with where I'm at and my love life. I feel like I haven't had a love life in like seven fucking years and we can thank fingers for that because of the assault. It really makes you not want to date. I don't know. Something about sexual assault really makes you not want to talk to new people or like date new people but it is what it is and so I'm happy that I have like a love life now and like I'm talking and I'm comfortable with men again. So I think that's the most important thing and I'm going to get into like I'm going to do a full episode on how I got to the point of like, I'm able to date, talk, have sex, ah, all of it again. So let's, we'll get into that on a later date, but let's get into my mental health, my deteriorating mental health. Let's talk about it. I might be a little bit delusional, but I feel like I never really go into detail about my mental health on this pod. You're like, bitch, wasn't it you who made the whole episode about killing yourself and your suicide attempts with your mom a year ago? Anyways, suck my fat dick. Anyways never fat. If I was to have a penis, it would never be fat. I'm triggered by that word. I don't want to talk about it. Anyways, my mental health the past month, it hasn't been its best. Okay. Like I'm happy. So it's just more anxiety and OCD. Finally, that bitch depression is not in my life that much. Oh my God. Literally knock on fucking wood. Cause if she comes back, I will fight that bitch. Anyways. Yeah. It's mostly just been my anxiety and my OCD, which it's almost like I would trade anything in the world. I would literally cut off my mom's arm if it meant that I did not have to have OCD and OCD thoughts. Like I don't think people realize how the most horrible thing literally is fucking OCD. Give me panic attacks all day long over intrusive OCD thoughts. Like literally what? I fucking hate OCD. So my OCD has been horrible. I know my OCD is always horrible in the summer though. My mom says it's something with the histamines in the air, which means my allergies are going to be worse, which means I'm going to be a little bit more fucking nuts than I normally am. But like genuinely, my OCD is such a bitch right now. And so that makes my anxiety worse when my OCD is flaring up. Like usually my OCD is fine. I don't have to worry about it. It's like there, but not apparent. But it only comes out in stressful situations. But I guess during the end of the summer, it just wants to be there whenever the fuck it can. It's like an uninvited little bitch that always just shows up and she never leaves. And I just, she's fucking pissing me off right now. So I was traveling and I always get anxious when I'm traveling and my OCD spikes so much when I'm traveling and it just like makes everything 20 times worse because then I'm 20 times more stressed about everything. Things that I don't even need to be stressed about. I'm always just stressed about and like I feel like my OCD just honestly got like prevents me from having fun and having a good time. It really annoys the fuck out of me actually and so just coping with my OCD has been a really big thing I've been working on this past month and it's just been making things more stressful for me. I think that's why I have breakouts and that's another thing that's low-key affecting my mental health. I never have bad skin. I will like very rarely do I have bad skin and right now my chin looks like the the Rocky Mountains. Bitch, if you're gonna make a joke, literally say the word correctly the first fucking time. Anyway, sorry about that. But yeah, my face looks like it's just, it's bumpy as shit. Like, I don't know my chin area. It looks bad. So like, that's another thing that low-key affects my mental health is the fact that like, I'm stressed about having 
pimples. And you know what that does? Just gives me more fucking pimples. But like, here's the thing. I will never sit and complain about something and not have a way to fix this shit. So like, there is that. I have a whole thing that I've been doing of how I'm going to fix my anxiety and my OCD. So I'm going to get into what's been really helping me with my anxiety and my OCD. So first things first, CBD. I just discovered that a couple weeks ago. I fucking love CBD. It doesn't get you high, but it brings me a calmness, which I really like. I also do acupuncture. Oh my God. My acupuncturist is something different. Um, she is lovely, amazing, but a little nuts. I've been going to her since I was in fifth grade. So we're very close. Um, she tell me, sometimes will leave needles in me. Like my sister doesn't like to go to her because she's like, she left a fucking needle in me. And I'm like, dude, it's a part of the process. Like just go with it. That's who she is as a person. It is what it is, right? So my acupuncturist, I'm going there. You basically, this is the most awkward thing I think I've ever done in my life. And I know when I go there that I'm going to be, she makes me take my top off and I face down. And like I have my shorts on or my pants on still. I decided to wear a hot pink thong one day. So here I am naked on her fucking table. Like it was just so, she could see my tattoo, my little ass tat. And I'm just like, Livy, what the absolute fuck were you thinking? Like, I looked like I was trying to seduce her by the way I'm just wearing this pink little thong when I normally have pants or shorts on. Like, it was very awkward, very bizarre. I was like, I might as well have been fucking naked. A dra- Like, it was a G-string up my asshole, hot pink. Like, she definitely, if she, like, she knows what my asshole looks like. Like, I'm being 100% honest right now. She knows what my asshole looks like. Anyways, she's like, oh, wow, Olivia, you look amazing your body's amazing what do you do for workouts so I'm like well I do Barry's boot camp I haven't done it in a while but I used to do Barry's boot camp like six days a week and so I just briefly mentioned that in conversation right didn't think anything of it okay she comes in back in like 30 minutes after my acupuncture's done and my cupping's done all that stuff and she's like so it's called Barry's boot camp like is that what I should tell people when they ask when I tell them about this and I'm like in my head I'm like wait what the fuck do you like you're gonna tell people that I look so amazing and that I do Barry's boot camp and that's why I look so amazing she's like yeah like I didn't say that but I was like uh yeah it's Barry's boot camp she's like so Barry's boot camp so when people ask me I should tell them Barry's boot camp and I was like who's gonna ask like I'm like in my I'm who the fuck is gonna ask you how I look so good I'm like wait what are you talking about like what do you mean um and so like I really thought about that and Maisie and I go to her together and we've gone to her together forever and I call her and I'm like Meg what the fuck like why does she why does she keep telling me when people ask like I have to tell people when I'm telling people about it it's Barry's boot camp right and I'm like yeah 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 no it is Barry's boot camp but who are you telling about my body so now I'm like oh my god she's gonna tell everybody about my g-string thong g-string thong and the fact that I do Barry's boot camp she's like yeah Olivia came in with like a hot pink g-string thong on and she does Barry's boot camp and she looks so good she's gonna be she was a whore on my table but she does Barry's boot camp I'm like what the fuck so another thing I do for my anxiety is I and OCD is I call my mom and cry a lot. Um, God bless my mother. She hates this. I definitely do call her and have mental breakdowns with her. And she's always like, you're always on an emotional roller coaster. And when I'm doing fine, I'm like, this bitch is dramatic. But then I realize I really do call her a lot and I cry. But I feel like it's nice to have someone besides my therapist to call and cry. And two, and my mom is just that person as of right now, okay? So also working out is a number one thing for me. I need to get back into berries. I just don't, my mind is just other places because I don't want to spend that much money to be 100% honest. 
but I know I need to go back there, so I'm going to go back there. Also, I'm doing a brand new diet. And the reason I'm doing this diet is because when I was in my freshman year dealing with like suicide attempts and like anxiety and depression, me like throwing in there casually, like, yeah, I tried to kill myself, but I'm still alive. Anyways, I'm amazing. So I went to this doctor and he basically ran my blood, did my saliva tests, everything, and determined what foods are good for me and what foods are not good for me for like mental health wise. And I just feel like I need a really clear my brain completely. I feel like I've reached a point with my eating disorder that I overcame. Um, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Anyways, that I overcame that I'm at the point where I can finally like do like a gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free diet that my mom has been wanting me to do forever because she knows it helps with my mental health, that I am at the point with my eating disorder that I can do that and like I'm not going to be limiting myself and I'm not just going to be like, oh my God, nah, and my eating disorder is not going to flare up. I feel like I'm finally at that point where I can do that, so I really want to do that right now. And so that's probably the biggest thing for me is going gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, and then pescatarian, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it hardcore for a month, see how I feel. Probably going to do it more after that. And then, honest to God, I just get through the days and I, like, take it slow. And I'm like, just get through the fucking day, Livy. And that's that. And that's how I get through everything, I feel like. It's just, like, taking it day by day, knowing that, like, I'm in control of my anxiety and my OCD. And even though they feel like they're in control, they can fuck off and literally choke because I'm actually in control of my mind. And that's that. The next thing I wanted to get into was my social media burnout okay so I just did not want to post on TikTok for the longest time and I couldn't really tell you what it was it was like a really shitty feeling though because since February I had been posting on TikTok every single day three times a day if not more and I just felt like I didn't want to post I just got to the point where I was like I'm fucking over this I don't want to post anymore and it's genuinely because I had a burnout and I want to get into that so here's the thing I don't read comments okay because I will lose my mind so like good or bad things people say I try my best to ignore them I've always been like that because like comments can actually fuck with you like I read a comment one time on a TikTok I did about tarot card readings and I was like kind of being like a bitch in the TikTok being like, I don't know how everyone thinks, expects me to believe them. Like when like a hundred thousand other people like them and this one girl commented and was like, why can't you just enjoy it? After she said that, I was like, why can't you just enjoy life, Livy? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you have to overthink everything? And then I literally spiraled. And that wasn't even a mean comment. She was just like, the poor girl was just like, why can't you just like enjoy it and like go with it? And then I was like, yeah, Livy, why can't you just like enjoy it and fucking go with it? And it's just because I read one comment, okay? And it was, that wasn't even a bad comment. But I genuinely cannot read comments. I just hate it. I cannot do it. And um, so that didn't cause the burnout. And I didn't feel like posting on Instagram as much. And like I used to try and post on there a lot. I've always fucking hated Instagram, if I'm being honest. It was always fucking annoying to me, unless I had a bomb selfie. But like I hated really trying to grow my Instagram. I thought it was fucking stupid. I feel like the best way to grow your Instagram is through TikTok. It's like the cross-trafficking. Anyways, this is about me. Let's get back into me. Here's the thing. I kept booking brand deals though, so I could feel a little bit more motivated again but like it literally didn't work <laughs> if you look at my tiktok for like the past month it was like seven brand deals and like that was that now i'm getting into posting again but like honest god it's mentally draining it is so fucking mentally draining to have to post and then you look at the numbers and if the numbers aren't as good as you wanted them to be it fucks with your mind a little bit and 
So it came down to the fact where a while I was like, also like, I don't know what I want to post. I don't know what I want to do anymore. I don't know what the fuck I want to do on this app. Like, and it's hard because when you feel like you have, you gained a following so quickly as Maisie and I did, but like more specifically me when I gained it so quickly, you want to maintain it and you want to make them happy and you want to do things that make them happy. And it came to a point where I was like, fuck them. No offense. Love you all, but fuck you. I can't post things to make them happy and I'm not happy with that content. You know what I mean? Like I have to post things for me that make me happy, that make me laugh and make me smile. And like, that's the one thing I feel like I've had to learn is like, you don't post for people because it'll never go well. Post for you and what you like. And if they like it, then that's that. So also it's super mentally draining because I don't know if anybody knows this. I don't want to be a TikToker in the long run of life. I don't even want to be an influencer in the long run of life. Okay. Like that is not my end goal. It's something I have to do because I have to adapt with the times, you know what I mean? You're like, what? Yeah, like the times. I have to adapt with what's happening. Like social media is huge. We're in a pandemic. I can't be on stage right now. I can't be directing, producing shows right now as much as I was before. I do them on Zoom. Not the fucking same. Shows are not the same on Zoom. And I decided I don't want that anymore. I don't I don't want to do Zoom shows. I don't want to do that anymore. And I can't be on a stage right now. So what I have to do is I have to put it on social media and it's fucking annoying when you know in the long run of life, like you don't want to be, um, I don't want to be an influencer. Like it's nice to have the following and everything like that. And that boosts other things for me. Like I love my podcast. I also don't want to be a podcaster for the rest of my life. Like there's so much more I want to do and bigger goals and dreams than just this so sometimes it annoys me that I have to post on TikTok and it just pisses me off a little bit and then like the views and then the money aspect of it all it all just like somehow fucking fucks with your brain a little bit because you're looking at the views and then you know those those views don't translate into like you know what the money you're gonna get from that and it's just like uh it's so can be so annoying and I don't know why but it just burned me out completely and I was just burnt out with a bunch of other things in my life and it's like I don't want to come on somewhere where I'm like clearly struggling with anxiety and OCD and being like trying to be funny and happy when I'm clearly not fucking funny and happy and I was really dealing with um OCD really bad the past month like I don't want to go on there and just like act like everything's fine when it's not like I just was over it so I also feel like when things blow up so quickly like as Maisie and I did on TikTok things went from zero to 100 so quickly it's so mentally draining because you also have every single person's opinion on like our friendship for example was like so annoying to see comments about our friendship and then like if I'm not together with her for like a week oh god forbid we're mad at each other and then like even when we did get in fights hoping the other one doesn't bring it onto social media and like hoping like I don't interpret something the wrong way or she doesn't interpret something the wrong way like one time she posted a TikTok and we were in a fight and I was like she talked about like removing people's like bad energy from her life and I was like is she fucking is this bitch talking about me I just saw her like two hours ago and we did get in a blowout fight I was like is she bringing things to social media because I'll fucking do it too so it's like you gotta take a step back and relax and just it's just can be annoying when everyone wants to know so many answers and things that they're like not entitled to. You're like, Livy, you're being so dramatic. I am being dramatic, but like, that's that. But yeah, I just became overwhelmed and annoyed with TikTok and I tried to use brand deals to get back into it. Didn't work. Vacation really helped me. After vacation, I was like, oh, I want to post on TikTok again. I want to do that. But um, I still like, I'm like, eh. Sometimes, sometimes I don't fucking love it, but that is that. So 
now I'm feeling like I'm going to balance it more better and I still want to post on TikTok, but I just want to post when I'm happy and when I want to do it and that's that. So yeah, that's about my social media burnout. The best thing that, the best thing and the way I got through it was like, I'll never stop doing the podcast because the podcast makes me so happy unless I'm so fucking busy I can't do it. And even then I'll find time to do the podcast. But like, yeah, to give yourself a break from something when you actually need a break from it and just like not force yourself to do something just because of money or followers or anything like that because like I can easily wrap myself up in the fact that TikTok does provide me money and that I'm letting actual people down if I don't post, which is like so fucking dramatic. But like to not wrap yourself up in that aspect of it and just like relax like if you don't want to post then don't fucking post okay that's it for this week's episode i updated you all on my life i love every single one of you if you want more of me you can follow me on instagram and tiktok at she is livy i'll actually fucking post and then my youtube it's livy bitch i have a hamptons and new york vlog coming out really soon hopefully by the end of next week it should be out and yes Rate the podcast five stars. Tell me you fucking love me. I love every single one of you. Have a great day, great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. And go off, you sexy bitches. Love you. Bye. Bye.